everybody, welcome to the first ever episode of Far and Wide podcast. Um, I'm here woo! with Esther, yeah, woo! Esther and Matt, um, and yeah, we're really excited to be able to do this. First of all, we're excited to kind of share our thoughts, our journeys, to have conversations about worship, uh, about being Christian. Um, in the what kind of millennial gap are we in? Are we Gen? We're Gen something. Uh, but just what that what that looks like to live a faith in that particular bracket of age. Um, is it any different? I think so, but maybe we'll get onto that. Um, but yeah, primarily we are part of a worship collective, experimental worship collective. No? Yes. Ex- yes. I'm going yes. Slash dysfunctional family. Yes, that was yes very good description of what happens most of the times we get together um but we are based in sheffield uh in west no south yorkshire so sorry west whoa so sorry i'm so sorry everyone me. <laughs> south yorkshire um yeah and we are christians we love jesus he's the best <laughs> 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 he's the best he's the best thank you for that and yeah so after a few kind of meetings together after a couple of people uh kind of felt the nudge we decided to do this podcast um i think part of it is just we wanted to well for me personally i think it's an act of obedience i feel like god has has personally told us to to do something like this so that's why we're doing it uh, but we also hope that it encourages you um gets you to think gets you to have interesting conversations with people in your life um yeah and it'll be good times we're excited we're gonna have fun yeah. it's gonna be great so uh my name is atifa by the way i don't think i said that hello guys are you happy to just tell us who you are just put yourself in a bit of context um just so yeah everyone listening knows why you're here etc etc uh esther yeah hi i'm esther hi esther Hi Latifa. <laughs> um, so I'm 24. Uh, been part of Far and Wide uh, since it began in 2016, uh, back end of 2015, beginning of 2016, um, and it's been great. I am currently a student midwife, uh, just finishing my first year of that. Um, decided to go back to uni after doing a full degree because I love it so much. Why not? <laughs> um, and I'm married to Joel, who is also part of Far and Wide. Fantastic. Matthew. Do you ever go by Matthew? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Julie Hello. noted. <laughs> Hello, I'm Matt. Um, I'm 23. I finished my degree in Sheffield last June. So I'm a year out of um, my music degree, which has prepared me well for a life of unemployment um i work for i work for sheffield vineyard the church at the moment i work two days a week um which means i do a lot of our worship stuff and a lot of our compassion stuff and that would look like helping out at a food bank or um any of that good stuff um reaching out to people outside of the church walls really thank you very much um and i am latifa bonjour Hola. Um, I'm 26 currently at the date of this recording, which is the 22nd of June, by the way. It's Monday night. 
yeah, I I work for a church. I am a youth worker by trade. Love to worship, part of the worship team there. I've written some songs of my own um, that I released into the wild uh, last year. Um, and yeah, I've been part of Far and Wide for not that long, you know, not that long, a few months at the most. Um, obviously, you know, a lot's changed for us as a group since the lockdown was introduced to the nation, uh, which was a while ago. We're in the, what you said, the 13th week, yeah, week 13, yeah, which is mental, but yeah, you know, if you follow what we're doing, um, or yeah have been to any of the events we're we're still meeting as a group behind the scenes obviously a large portion of what we do is songwriting as well but uh i'll get one of the other two to kind of explain how far and wide operates and why it exists and stuff like that but uh yeah that is pretty much me uh i've kind of been tasked with overseeing this podcast recording (laughs) uh which (laughs) been a fun experience that's you're, you're the facilitator i'm the facilitator yes yeah. the host as one may say yeah because latifa is famous for her podcast series yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you want me to mention it i mean i, yeah. did, I didn't but you have now uh, well it's called trapped in the attic um from the early <laughs> lockdown days <laughs> take a listen it's, it's cracking yeah, if you want to hear my slow mental so. decline over a seven-day period, then do check out Trapped in the Attic, available it was all. A, it was a joy to go through that with you. Patty's oh, challenge, yeah. Patty's challenge. That's good. Oh, those days, yeah. So Thank Latifa you. is the most experienced podcaster. <laughs> Which, yeah. is ter- Which is terrifying, but there we go. I thought for today's episode, we would just lay the foundations of why the group exists, what the group does, what is the purpose of the group. Um, I was going to ask Esther, as the OG member here, to just <laughs> share. <laughs> share, yeah, what, you know, what is Far and Wide? How did it come about? All those shenanigans. So, Far and Wide kind of started um, oh, organically, you know. Um, but it was also from... Um, a vision that Joel had from God. And this was based around Ephesians 3, verse 14 to 21. And this is Paul's prayer for spiritual growth. So I'm just going to read it um, as this is kind of like the basis of where far and wide came from. Um, So it says, when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Um, Yeah, so I think 
really from that passage what Joel felt God saying was that um, he wanted to see the church within Sheffield and more widely than that um, be joined together through worship, uh, be joined together in unity through worship um, and yes, seek out God's love together um, and yeah, experience the fullness of life that comes with that. So while God was speaking to Joel about this, there was also some friends of mine called Beth and Sarah. Um, They were already worshipping together in their uni room, like every week. Um, It was every Sunday night. And then myself and my housemate Helena joined. Um, And then Joel joined as well. And so it was the five of us who worshipped together every Sunday night for a few hours. Um, It was just beautiful times of just inviting the Holy Spirit to come and kind of singing spontaneously, uh, singing over the city, what we felt God was saying. Um, And over time, more people joined from various churches around the city. um, And we began turning those spontaneous moments of worship into some songs, some of which to this day have not been finished there's a lot of like <laughs> little snippets <laughs> still existing that we would love to develop into songs someday um so yeah that's how it started and then Joel had this vision and he was like oh well this is amazing because uh Beth and Sarah have like already started um what God spoke to me about yeah and that became far and wide and it was probably about a year and a half of kind of worshipping and songwriting together. Um, I mean, we just spend hours worshipping in someone's living room um, or bedroom. And yeah, it was beautiful. And then we thought, where does God want to take this? And started putting on worship nights. Um, and those have grown every single time. We've seen more more and more churches come each time, more people, um, which has been like amazingly encouraging and they are just amazing times of being completely free in God's presence. Um, and mm. yeah, that amazing feeling of unity of having loads of churches there worshiping as one, as one body. Mm. Yeah. yeah is, amazing. It summed up. Brilliant. And like what you just said at the end there, like for me personally, the, when I first went to a farm wide event, which was like uh, November time last year, um, that's the thing that stood out to me the most. There's not a lot of, uh, I think, things like that happening where, uh, in my experience anyway, where it doesn't really matter what church you come from. That's not the thing. You know, a lot of churches do their thing. We put worship nights on, we do prayer things, whatever, and your name gets attached to it for many reasons, which are fine. But um, with our human brains, I think it causes us to label things quite quickly. Yeah. Um, and when I went to the first event, I, the what hit me the most is I was like, oh, I don't know who any anybody here. I have no idea what church they go to, and I was like, this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't, you know, oh, they go to this church, they go to that church, and even though I think it's not, um, it's not intentional, that brings stuff with it, um, which is not helpful sometimes. Um, so that was really freeing for me, um, to just be able to worship with a bunch of people and not have that, and it, um, it was like. Um, as you've mentioned before, it's like what the the church. It was a good representation of like the church, 
um, and how we're supposed to worship kind of as a united body of Christ. Yeah. Which is beautiful. So I, I think maybe you guys, I think you would agree, uh, most people who come to the worship night in particular are Christians, church-going people, would you say? Yes. So I thought I'll give you a challenge of describing the far and wide worship event in particular because I think that's where a lot of people um, come into contact with like us as a group. Explain that to a non-Christian who has never stepped foot in a church before, doesn't really know much about God, which is a very true reality for the you know this nation at a time a nation that was once a christian country is officially not anymore um so a lot of people um especially young people now will very easily go through their whole lives and never have to come in contact with jesus which is mental so yeah how would you describe far and wide um worship event to somebody of that circumstance nice this is a big question um so i think if you're if you're coming to a far and wide event like you're gonna if you're gonna walk through the doors there's probably a few things that you are gonna want to like sign up to um like some some groundwork for what for what's gonna actually happen like how it's gonna make sense um and some of these some of these things um are that god is actually real that he actually exists um and that god is good and that he's more than just good, but he's the the benchmark for defining good. And he is turning the world into good. All the bad stuff is in the progress of becoming good, in the progress of becoming um, like God. And mm. then that w- God is with us. And that we have known that God's been with people um, for the whole of human history um, in the person of Jesus. And then in so many hundreds and thousands of stories in the bible um but god is with us now today um and that he's doing stuff and that means he's also transforming us um to look a bit like him so Mm -hmm. if you're coming to a far and wide event you probably want to sign up to to something that looks a little bit like that basically um and then what we do at far and wide is that we just pile into a church hall together and we celebrate that that is the reality of of the world um so we we do something called worship um which practically looks like a bunch of people singing a bunch of songs <laughs> with varying degrees of quality from the band <laughs> and from the very people. accurate <laughs> um but but deeper than that work i think worship deeper than that worship is about acknowledging who god is giving him his rightful place um which is to recognize that he is like the king of the universe we don't use that word very often but um Mm. like that he's kind of in charge of everything um it's recognizing who we are as in myself personally and also like we as in everyone there Mm. Um, and then inviting god to transform us and transform us individually transform us as um, a group of people and then transform the whole city and the whole country and the whole world um that's that's basically what what it is i think yeah nice um yeah a, a good jargonless definition i think um which we talked about before but uh yeah i think the jargon sometimes we can i think we can really hide behind 
words and we can lose the the umph behind what we're saying mm, i think it's just yeah just the way that the language goes like a very you know famous um example is the word love you know we throw it around left right and center i love this i love that but you know how often do we stop and think about what we're saying um words like awesome the word awesome gets me the most i use it all the time to really describe things that are not awesome yeah <laughs> like these things do not inspire awe, really, if I'm honest with myself. <laughs> um, Go on. What's an example? Yeah, tell us. Oh, great. I mean... Cheese. Cheese. <laughs> you know what? It's hard. I would say about Nando's, but I I genuinely oh. think Nando's inspires awe in me. Like... Wow. I, I have a spiritual experience when I go to Nando's. <laughs> Wow. Legit. <laughs> Guys, I been, love it. You've been lacking that spiritual experience for oh. about four months now then. Honestly, I get I think about it at least twice a day. I've been Did you go for the once. full experience? Wow. Did you like it? Mm, no. You think it's overrated? I don't want to um, what outrageously overpriced for what it is. Go to Falafel King. If you're in Sheffield, <laughs> you know what King. Falafel King is. But like Oh, it's amazing. In fairness, if yeah, if you've not, if this is if this is going out beyond the Ring Road of Sheffield, then <laughs> what are you doing listening to this? But also, take a trip to Sheffield and go to Falafel King. Could not, I'm not sponsored or anything. I just probably is my most special place in Sheffield. Is it awesome? Personally, would you say? I I would say that my first encounter with Falafel King did inspire all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh my goodness. Back to the point. So yeah. I th- I, it's good hearing that and I don't know I challenge myself actually to think about how I talk about this topic or the topic of worship mm. um, you know if I'm actually thinking about what well, I'm singing I mean uh, I'm interested to hear you guys thoughts on this the f- the phenomena of becoming uh, I guess almost just so used to worshipping so let's talk about worship in the singing sense because we all we know it's it's a it's a wider thing than that but um specifically worshiping with other people do you ever get the or i've sung this song a million times and i think it happens subconsciously and thus i've sung this entire song and i've even done the hands in the air but i haven't really actually listened to what i've just said yeah have you ever yeah yeah you see that i think do you feel that yeah, and I think I've been in um, a place of worship where I'm singing a song that I have sung 20 times and suddenly I'm realising what the words mean. Um, I find it really helpful sometimes to just kind of stop and read what I'm singing mm. and actually understand like the magnitude of some words I'm singing and, yeah, actually I'm singing about God here and his characteristics and, yeah, sometimes I'm just like, whoa, and then I'm wrecked. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm wrecked, crying. Done. I'm done. I'm done for today. But See yeah, you tomorrow. It's, it's so true. Um, and I think also it's really important uh, in songwriting to like actually know what the words mean that you are singing. Like that's so important. Yeah. yeah don't you don't want to release something that's just saying saying the same thing as someone else just because it sounds right. I I do think about this and I, I wonder whether like sometimes words like pop out to us 
when our like lived experience suddenly gives them some like context mm-hmm. like it's pretty difficult it, it, to take a song that says like your name's like honey on my lips and to try and sing that without having some understanding of like the intimate uh, an intimate relationship with Jesus or with the taste of honey very practically yeah. uh, like, true. Like, I, I, I don't I, like honey yeah so that line's not gonna not gonna resonate with doesn't, you, it, doesn't do it for me no. <laughs> but like there's I mean like we're messing around but there's there's a there is like a, a genuine reality that like in, in that context itself it's like there's a real practical thing of like you do actually need to know what honey tastes like to, to sing that line and then also the 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 like spiritual reality that without in that context without a deep understanding of like an intimate relationship with God that line isn't ever going to make sense without like mm. a understanding of God being the God who like um is shaping the universe and is and like spoke the universe into existence it's hard to sing like indescribable untamable you're awesome mm. yeah 100% 100% agree and like just thinking about it now I'm like wow just of all the songs off the top of my head I'm like it's slightly overwhelming if when you start to think about like the weight of what those lyrics are um pointing towards what they mean like mm. and that um and that, that's true um I like from like at the moment I go through ways of this I don't know if you guys would agree as worship leaders but um in, in the, when I'm like singing something out I'll go through waves of singing like the same particular thing out for that bit of time and then it just for some reason shifts at the moment it's like this is this is true thank you that this is true because I think for me personally uh, I'm just like wow it you know there's a lot going on like there's music happening uh we're interacting with god we're worshiping god we're with other people um and then i'm just like also what we're saying is actually true it's not like singing little mix you know or well, the girls at the back knocking them mad door <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not like it's not um it's not surface level i mean that's mm. a great song don't get me wrong love me some little mix but it's it's not it's surface level really and but what we're singing here it, about god is like true and it's true for it can be true for every single person which amazes me um and i'm just like yeah thank you that this is like actually true lord it's mental yeah i mean i love that that's one of the reasons i love to to worship is that i i mean it's a bit of a selfish reason to be honest but we're being honest but it's having that revelation like i i don't have mm nearly as much revelation personally i don't know if it's because i'm a musician but when i'm in a time of worship and i'm singing with you know the church fam um or even just by myself uh, that's normally where i get my moments so i I love it for that reason but uh why do you guys love to worship oh that's a big question um well, I feel like it is something that God created within us, like a yearning and a desire. Um, and that is something we should want to do to glorify him and praise him um, for who he is. But I think um, for worship for me is um, like a primary way I connect with God and hear him. Um, 
And I think often in worship, it's when I stop singing that I start hearing God's voice, um, which is really cool because I think, uh, I don't know, a lot of me worshipping, like, yeah, it's sincere and it's real, but I think a lot of it you can, like we've been talking about, you can get caught up in, oh, I'm worshipping, I'm singing, but actually do I understand the realness of that and, like, the depth and understand, like, do I understand what I'm singing? So, yeah, worship for me, just like oh, I don't know, using Christian jargon, but like that's okay. It, <laughs> we'll let you off. We'll it stirs off. my soul, like it um, brings me a lot of joy, and yeah, it's just a amazing way to experience the love of God and His presence. Mm. Um, I think often I can get myself across a lot more when I sing it rather than when I say it. So for me, worship is that it's kind of like letting out my thoughts to God as well. They can be, yeah, they're not always good. Sometimes <laughs> sad yeah. thoughts, angry thoughts, frustrations, um, but also letting out joy through means of worship. I just think music is such a cool way to relate yeah. to God. I think it's an amazing thing that he's created and it's used so much in the Bible as well. And as well through music, you partner with people like when we worship together, I don't know. It just is so powerful when I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's me. That's so good. I love it. Uh, like everything you guys have said is like just beautiful. Uh, I think. <laughs> oh, like, thanks. Is, um, I suppose my, I suppose I would only like add that. I think like worship, worshiping is, is to put God where he like belongs and mm, it's mm, how yeah. and so it's like coming into it's coming into agreement with what we're made to do to be like yeah, so good. and and i think if you're listen like if you if you're listening i'm i'm hoping you've had some kind of experience of this because it would be like you're missing out but like when you when you do something that you realize is like your thing there's just like nothing better when it's like when you do a thing which mm. is like the completely natural real expression of who you are um there's nothing better and to worship is always to like be putting is always to be finding ourselves in that like natural mm. expression so when i say worship i don't necessarily mean like singing and stuff i mean like all of an uh your whole life being something that puts god at the center like is the is like our most natural way of existing um, yeah. I think and so that's why worship is so like so good and so powerful and to sing together is to kind of like head in that direction I think I love that oh. like what you said about it's what we're made to do and be because it just reminds me of I think it was maybe like the second far and wide night maybe the first um, but I just got to this place of worship and intimacy where I literally I, I can't even describe it really, but I just went a bit crazy and started shouting. Um, that, but that was the second one. That that... Was, there's a recording of it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's my favorite. One of my favorite moments. <laughs> oh, Matt, Matt, can you send that to me? I'm like insert insert clip here. I But I just I got to that moments. I got to that place where I was like, oh my gosh, this is who I am. And yeah. this is what I was made for. And I can't really describe it in any other way. But yeah, I just yeah. felt God so closely. And then I just, and like in that moment also felt so stirred to like share that um, and be like, oh my gosh, this is so good. 
Um, that's probably why I shouted Jesus and <laughs> shouted a whole lot of other stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah my, so true. Uh, it's yeah, and like when you, yeah, because I've had a couple moments like that where you just and that release, it's literally just like yeah, you like say it's indescribable. Um, and like yeah, as, as my said, if if you're yeah, if you're listening and you've never experience that then i mean we just pray for you now pray for the lord to reveal himself to you in that way and to mm. liberate you because i think with a with worshiping again we're talking about it in a singing manner like we do i think it does take work and like you are truly blessed if you didn't have to do this to to strip yourself away from the act and to just truly be liberated in, in doing it because i think a lot of people would agree that they f- they want to be expressing themselves more but aren't because yeah, that's, so good. that's so true yeah because we're just british <laughs> so <laughs> so we don't um and i would like to break that stereotype mm. and but it's something that i have acted and maybe it's something that we we need to just admit so that we can actively you know mm. work towards shifting that and then you know these kinds of experiences we're talking about there's no reason why that can't be every single time, regardless of if you're with 10,000 people, 150 people, or you're in your bedroom and don't even have music on, you're just singing, that, that it can't be the same because God is the same, like, as we know. Mm. Worship in itself isn't just, like, a, a place that we land. Like, it's a place that we, like, go from. So um, one of my favourite, like, analogies, explanations for what worship looks like is that um, as people who follow Jesus, we want to walk on worship and compassion like we have one leg which is worship and one leg which is justice and that like push each other along like if you're like from from that place of like worship and intimacy comes like uh like justice and compassion to to go out and do do stuff in the world and Mm, from definitely and I've definitely found in my experience like the more I go and pursue like justice in the world the more I want to come back into worship and if and if like i suppose if we're talking about like what does it what does it look like to find that like place it's not necessarily Mm. about trying to like get pent up and like stir yourself into a crazy fraud i think it's Mm. about like starting to walk in the reality that like we're gonna we're gonna take one step with justice and one step with worship and they're gonna like push each other along yeah that is no that's brilliant that is really good that is important yeah, like you say, it's important to remember that we, like, with a lot of things, I think, it, we, that are spiritual, that we can't squeeze it, we can't make it happen. It's about um, thriving in, like, what God's given us rather than striving and being like, oh, I want to I wanna be mm. good at worship because that's not a thing. Like, Not a thing, guys. Not, not a thing. thing. Um, yeah, I can, like, I can worship to that. Is... <laughs> Worship is literally an expression of ourselves to God and are like kind of laying things down before God and expressing who he is. And yeah, you're not, you're not good at it. It's just something, it's a gift and it's something God's given us to mm. relate to him with. Yeah. And it, yeah. 100%. It's privilege as well. Ain't no striving in the presence. No. So I thought we could, seeing as we are primarily our musicians at this juncture, if you guys could, and for you guys listening as well, we'll give you our top 
worship tunage, one song each. <laughs> you can do it, Esther. Oh my gosh. That you're listening to. So one song that you want to say to anyone listening, go and listen to the song because it's legit. Glorious by Latifah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just, I do yeah. literally, I do literally love that song, but that's hit not up premier praise for that. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I, you know, I'm a big fan of JT, uh, not Justin Timberlake, John Thurlow. Um, he is worship leader with, well, he just left actually, but he was with the IHOP guys in Kansas City, so they do the one thing, um, New Year's Eve conferences, uh, and the. 24 7 prayer room that comes out of there as well mm. um john thurlow uh so one song in particular if you haven't listened to i recommend you go listen to is strong love do you guys know it no oh oh well then you will also be blessed by this recommendation it, it, well it's it's ripped almost verbatim uh romans 8 and it, it goes it's proper it's a proper like you can't see me but i'm bopping bopping right now <laughs> it's like death nor life nor angels nor power present things or things in the future yeah there you go <laughs> lovely latifah thank you oh it's really good and basically right no you don't you've had it you've done but it's 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 just a real and i love songs that are very declaration based songs I mean, we have songs of all sorts in the world but i think the rarer ones are the ones that are just 100% pointing towards God because we're people and it's good that we reflect and we can be quite you know um reflective sometimes and those songs definitely have a place and I love those songs but I also really love songs that are just like here and it's straight from the scripture as well this is what you said this is again like I said before this is true nothing can separate us from from you uh, and then it lists all the things and it's just an absolute banging tune guys so strong love John Thurlow go have a listen to that and if you do let me know what you think of it. That would be my recommendation of the week. Boom. An artist I listen to a lot is Jason Upton. I think his worship is like often really simple, but then get a lot of revelation from it. Um, mm. And it's really beautiful. He's got a beautiful voice. So A Table Full of Strangers, volume two, I've been listening to a lot at the moment. Um, it's like my go-to album. and. I can't really choose a song from it. But... I'm going to make you. Okay. If if you could only take one of them on a, to a desert island, that's the classic way to choose only things. One. Um, only one. The Farmer in the Field. It's basically a song about, talking about Awake Me, Lord. Um, and at the moment, God's been speaking to me a lot about parts of me and parts of like the church that are asleep and need to wake up and I just have Mm. found it a really great song for that and it says when I seek you I'm gonna find you you're the giver of all good things and that I just think that sums up how kind God is because when we seek him when we worship him he meets us where we are and we're gonna find him because he comes in his kindness so yeah I just love that song farmer in the field Jason Upton Table Full of Strangers, Volume 2. Amazing. Definitely have to give that a listen. Matt, Um, what are you saying? I pretty much by default prefer songs from the the local church, like local expressions, even when it's a a mess. 
I just love hearing. I, honestly, I love hearing the songs that my friends have written. Just those are the ones that like kill me more often um, and like wreck me. Um, which is a which and like it's a it's a privilege to be around a lot of people who write a lot of songs and that they want to actually play them to me. Unfortunately, ninety nine percent of those songs either haven't or will never make it to Spotify for the love. <laughs> which is well, that, that seems. <laughs> That seems like sounds like the opposite of what we want, but uh, I'm, I'm intrigued so to see where this is going. I'm so sorry. So I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna give. I actually one of my one of my top recommendations is Esther's husband's song, Joel. <laughs> which Amazing. Is, uh, love it. I love even a minute, which the drums are recorded in my lounge. But like, I just it's so it's beautiful, and there, there's like the the intimacy of a song that your friends written, like. It's just there's the, like it's something so powerful in that. Um, so that's like my recommendation. My recommendation, if you want something a bit more mainstream, is I've been I haven't been able to get enough of the recording of Lean Back that Maverick City Music did mm-hmm. again, like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. like the intimacy um, and uh, like I've been thinking a lot about singing songs where we actually recognize like Jesus in the room, and then also where we put ourselves kind of in the feet of the people who like walked alongside him and so yeah. i just yeah i love mm. that love that song but also i love joel's song just to be clear i laughed but i do think all his music is great that wasn't a laugh at him <laughs> no that, but that... it's it's more a laugh because matt is just like joel hamer's biggest fan oh it's beautiful my i reckon the most often love the it. most like, don't put this in the podcast because it's embarrassing. But the most often things put it in I the listen, podcast. The most it's often, going in. The most I would say, like the thing, the music that I most come back to in on Spotify, like in worship, is probably Joel's album and Latifah's album. Really, like in reality, that's so cool. Um, Aww. like that's the stuff that's gonna like that's the stuff that like stays on the playlist that I don't regret putting on it. Like everything else, kind of like goes around in circles. But mm. that and yeah, like so. That's nice. the truth. Well, thanks, Matt. That's really nice. <laughs> I feel loved. Um, well, thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for being with us. Uh, like I said, I hope that you are encouraged in some way, uh, that yeah, God blesses you in some way through our ramblings and our thoughts. Uh, if, yeah, I mean, these guys will agree. Like, We're really excited for the day we can all be together again and worship together. We're really pumped for that. Um, but yeah in the meantime do you stay in touch with us keep an eye on what we're doing we're writing lots of songs hopefully we'll be able to share those soon so listen to that i've said it now so we have to do it it. (laughs) yeah so we're doing it um yeah and yeah uh, let us know how you found this i think it would be uh, sad to not get a bit of feedback uh, moving forward obviously this is the first one so let us know what you think be incredibly blessed as one may say (laughs) Be blessed, my child. Blessed. Be blessed. Uh, but no, yeah, seriously, have a really, really blessed week. Um, thank you, Matt and Esther, for chilling thank you, with me. Latifa. Thank it's you. been a been a pleasure. As always, a true pleasure to be with you. Yeah, and we'll see you next time. Hopefully. There will be yeah. a next time, I think. I believe. I think there, there will be. There will be. For sure. Some fresh faces. We'll change it up more chats it's gonna be great so be sure to be there 
We're in Yorkshire, so I've got Tara. Tara, darling. Tara, love. Oh, yeah, go on, Matt. Matt, say Tara, love. Go on, go on. I literally cannot do accents. Tara, love. Why can't you Tara? I literally can't do it. What do you mean? Hey, love. As in, I can't do it in Yorkshire. I can go in my lovely, in my in my deep southern tones. Tara. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.